What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. Thanks for joining us on a Tuesday. Today is September 7th, Concept Tuesday. And uh, today we'll talk about uh, the process, the process how to handicap certain games. Because when you're handicapping, look, everyone has a different process. I understand that. But there's some things that everyone should avoid doing long term. Okay, there, there are some processes that are just a waste of time and no one's going to win doing them long term. So we'll talk today about the process, what's recommended, what's not, and uh, what you should be doing before you bet a game. A uh, special thanks to Better Edge online, betteredge.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com, like sports better. Uh, betteredge.com, changing the game because no VIG, okay? They're getting rid of the VIG. And the way they do this is they simply match you up with someone else in the country who wants to bet the other side, and they don't take a cut. So it's, it's seriously VIG-free betting. And that doesn't mean it's always even money. If you have a bet that's minus 150, the other side would be plus 150, but you're never paying the VIG. So really, it doesn't matter how good or bad you are, you're going to win more and lose less over the long run and, hell, over the short run too. So check them out online, betteredge.com. Use promo code SHARP when you're signing up. That's going to get you uh, 10 free bucks in your account, and it uh, lets them know that we sent you right here on the Sharp Angle Podcast online betteredge.com promo code sharp all right let's get into it the process before you handicap or before you bet a game this is the handicapping process and a lot of people out there have a different you know unique process and i recommend that you come up with your own power rankings which can be simply done by combining other rankings coming up with a system that you can use that's different than a system that's out there. Because the one thing that I will stress today, if there's one takeaway you have from today, it's that if there's readily available information, i.e. passing yards or turnovers or whatever, like on ESPN.com, it is for sure going to be incorporated in the line. And as we've learned before, if information is incorporated in the line, we don't have an edge on the bet. Really, this all comes down to information. Okay. You can do as much math as you want. You can have as many models as you want, but this comes down to information. And it's, it's often these days, especially in 2021, not do you have the information, but how are you interpreting the, the information? What are you doing with the information? If Tom Brady gets hurt on Thursday night, everyone in the world who's going to bet understands you downgrade Tampa Bay. But the question is, how much do you downgrade Tampa? Because if you say, oh, I downgrade them five points, or you say, yeah, I downgrade them six points, or you say, yeah, I downgrade them seven points, that's a big difference for each one of those outcomes. So you have to have a distinct, quantifiable idea of what everything means in the sports betting world, and you have to have some way of knowing what's going on. So my point here is information and how we deal with information is key. So what a lot of people will do if they want to handicap a game, let's use Thursday Night Football. By the way, we gave this out on our uh, quick picks this weekend. We teased the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Ole Miss last night. Ole Miss covered, and now we have Tampa Bay minus one and a half. So uh, that's part of our uh, quick picks last weekend. But we'll use that as an example, okay? If you're handicapping the Cowboys and the Buccaneers, a lot of people will pull up stats from last year, look at career averages, look at coaching matchups, Look at who each team's added this past offseason. How do they incorporate with the offense, with the team, with the defense? Um, you know, that, that's what a lot of people will do. But we got to understand that that's often not even close to enough. I mean, honestly, what I do, a lot of what I do is, you know, we've talked before that 
I am a data scientist. I use my own personal, um, you know, kind of proprietary models. And I have a starting point where all this work, right? All the work that I normally would do, getting stats, getting information, it's all done before, you know, anything and before I do anything. And so, you know, I hit a button and I kind of get all this info and I go from there. So I kind of chop down what is sometimes an hour and a half of work into, you know, a couple seconds. And that's what I think the big advantage and why most people need to either work with a computer scientist or be one themselves is because it takes too much time to do everything you need to do. And I know a lot of people who try and, and God bless them, they try and put the time in, you know, they have jobs, they have other things they're doing, but they'll sit down and get a notepad out and write stuff down. I mean, I had a buddy last year who sent me a screenshot of pages upon pages upon pages of March Madness prep. And I was like, hell yeah, man. And I praise, you know, it's, it's like, the, you know, hell yeah, like go for it. Like it's good. You, you need to get used to working and putting in the work and all that. But what I didn't have the heart to tell him is a lot of that work was pretty much useless. He put in hours and hours of hard work to get statistics that did him no good. Maybe it helped him learn more about the team. Sure. But just getting those stats didn't do anything different for how the market's looking at that game. But what I mean by that is if he stumbled upon something looking at March Madness numbers, that this team's really good against three point shooting defenses and this team struggles, you know, guarding the three, how do we use that? Because it's already baked in the line. It, it, if it's clear information and it's out there and it's a March Madness game, especially, right, if it's March Madness, it, there's not going to be any blind spots in those games, at least for something like that, three-point percentage or anything basic you're going to get, doing that kind of homework with a pen and pad, you know, with, with a pen and paper, going through ESPN.com, looking at box scores. You simply are wasting your time. What you need to do, and, and you may be saying, great, Tyler, it seems like a bleak podcast. What am I supposed to do now? I'm not a fucking data scientist. I don't have time to do this. I don't have the energy, but I want to bet the game this weekend. What am I supposed to do? What I recommend doing is if you're serious about winning money, and most people who are listening to this show, they are serious about winning money. Okay, Most people who listen to this podcast want to win. Most people, 99% aren't professional bettors, but most people listen because they want to make more in their recreational bets. So what I would recommend is if you're going to spend some money this year on bets anyway, I would recommend signing up and getting some kind of a paid membership for something out there. Just put your faith in something that's not public, whether it's pro football focus. If you like to bet and play daily fantasy, there's a website called Awesomeo. There's all different kinds of websites where you can get analytics, get data, get different stats that don't even exist on ESPN.com. Okay, so that's what I would recommend doing. Then that gives you a different insight to games. That gives you a different way to break games down because I promise you, if you're just using information that's readily available on ESPN.com or Fox Sports or whatever it may be, you're, you're, you really are wasting your time. And I don't mean to make this bleak, but stop doing that. It's okay. Trust, look, if you still want to get all those basic numbers, that's fine. Maybe there's a better way to do that. But don't go through and spend 30 minutes handicap handicapping a game looking at basic statistics. Look at advanced statistics. You know, uh, sometimes in baseball, you know, I, I stopped a long time ago. I stopped looking at batting average. It's like, why even incorporate it? And this is long before I used models, okay? This is when I sat down and did this all by hand as well. A long time ago, I just stopped using batting average because it's like, there's so many other stats 
that are more telling than batting average that are available for us today, why spend time and waste time on batting average? It's the same thing with football. I mean, if you really want how many completions and attempts they had last game, fine, you know, be my guest. And but but that'll come out in other numbers. And if you really have like a high 75% efficiency rating and it's like, okay, how many passes did he throw? Oh, okay, he threw he was, you know, whatever. He threw six passes or four passes, whatever it may be, then that's another part of the handicapping. But I I, I strongly urge everyone it, it's it's not that much money. You know, sometimes it, it's it's you know, 10 bucks a month, 20 bucks a month. For some of the other ones, it's really uh, high level. It's, you know, maybe up to 25 or 30 a month. But still, that's what I recommend doing is that's what it's going to take. If you're really serious about winning and you want to do more than listen to this show and get our picks and other people's picks, you know, which you don't have to, if that's what you like to do and just kind of sit back, take a pick here, take a pick there. That's awesome. That's, that's great. And I know a lot of the audience likes to do that. Perfect. But if you are someone who likes to get your hands dirty and handicap and look at all these numbers, stop just pulling up the same old stuff or stop finding websites that give you all these different trends. We talked last week about trends. If you guys are a trend better and you like to bet, you know, oh, the, the Lions are 2-8 and eight against the spread. Their last, whatever, you know, uh, 10 on Thursday night in December, bet against them. If you're one of those betters, listen to the show we did last week about trends and angles and things like that. But... Uh, no, I, I don't recommend doing that at all. You know, if it's public information, if it's, you know, out there for anybody, uh, you, you're not doing yourself a favor. So have a process as well. You know, like I said, I come down every morning, I get my starting numbers and then I go into my process and I go and do a little bit more handicapping on each game. I, I know where my, at this point, I know where my blind spots are, you know, so I try and shore everything up, make sure I'm doing all my homework before the lines come out that I'm going to compare them to and make sure I'm good to go. So whatever your process is, just make sure you're doing a good job. Refine it. You know, maybe after you listen to this show, you're like, damn, I don't have a process. I, I just kind of bet on whoever <laughs> I like. And I know a lot of people do that. Let's, let's, let's be honest. A lot of people, especially with all the COVID stuff and with the Dak Prescott injury. I know the Cowboys are a public team, but a lot of the money is coming in on, on Tampa there's a lot of people out there, a lot of the squares who it's like, yeah, you know, they would take Tampa if it were seven and a half, like it is now eight and a half, nine and a half. I feel like you get to 10. There'd be a lot of people out there like, Hey, Tampa's going to kill a man. Tampa's awesome. Cowboys suck. A lot of people are out. I'm taking Tampa. And there's no, there's not a lot of, uh, sensitive market sensitivity amongst the, the average betters out there. But either way point there is, you know, a lot of you guys, don't even have a process to begin with. Maybe do that. Maybe find a little three, four-step process you do every game. And if you are someone who doesn't necessarily have a process and you just kind of bet with your gut, it's going to help tremendously even to add three or four steps. Just add a little bit here, add a little bit there. Make sure you're covering your bases because I'm sure if you're a sports better who really doesn't do homework and you just kind of bet, come on. There's probably a game every now and then where it's like, oh shit, I didn't realize, you know, their quarterback was out, or oh no, their their goalie's out. I didn't realize when did this happen, right? That's probably happened to you before. It happened to me at the very beginning of, of doing this, you know, not double checking everything, making sure. So it's worth it, but you got to have some kind of a process. And again, if you don't have one right now, if you have one right now, adding some steps, making sure you're not wasting time, doing things the right way. You know, it's it's so important because we. If you're going to put in some time, that matters. If, you, if you're taking time from other things to handicap, you want to do as good a job as you can. And so, 
you know, avoiding wasting time, things like that. That's what we wanted to kind of hit today. So have a process. Make sure you're doing everything you can to maximize your uh, your edges when you're looking for them in your handicapping process. And always, uh, you know, as always, listen to our weekend quick picks, and we'll keep uh, trying to give some winners there. So, all right, that does it for today. Good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle.